It's the Cigarette Sandwich Sketch Comedy Podcast. Coming up, idiots talking about stuff. But first, a sketch comedy thing in a doctor's office. So, how does it look, Doc? Well, the blood pressure's normal. The lungs sound strong. My tests certainly show you're healthy as a ham. But my nurse did inform me you had one additional concern that you want... I'm not pissing hard enough. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, that is a fairly common complaint, actually, for men your age. You feel like your urine stream is less than... I need to piss harder. Well, you know, I personally didn't notice any issues with your prostate. No, harder than that. Harder than anybody. Harder than... A human. <laughs> Luthor, that's, I, you know, I'm afraid that's not something that's possible or safe. I want to piss through steel. I understand. I'm sorry, wait. Through? Steel. I want to blast piss through steel from my ass. Out of your... Asshole. The piss hole is too small. I need a wider beam. Beam? I don't know what you're trying to pull here, Mr. Luthor, but... I need I... to defeat Superman. Look, Lex... I mean, no, this is insane. What about the robot, huh? The robot into which we were going to download my consciousness? Was that insane? Well, that was based on some research. Was it insane I- when we tried to send Earth through that rift in space-time to orbit a red sun, rendering Superman's powers useless? This is different. Was it health. insane when we binged four seasons of The Great British Bake Off in one weekend? Well, it certainly wasn't my most productive. Make weekend. it happen. Make me piss so hard from my ass. It's, it's just that even if I could reroute the path of urine into the colon and shrink our current super-turbo flow technology, to fit inside a human body, the force of the piss coming out of your ass would, it would really, really burn your butthole and the insides of the cheeks as well. Do it. How are you going to get him to stand behind you? I'm not. Lex! What the fuck are you planning? I need you to disguise my butt as Lois Lane's face, and I'm going to practice walking on my hands for two weeks. Then I'll make my ass face look like it wants a kiss, and blammo, hit him with the piss beam. What about your legs, Lex? I don't want to talk. Lex! What about your legs? Turn them into hair. Mr. Luther! Turn my legs into hair, you son of a bitch. And make my butt look like Lois Lane. And make my piss come out so hard it can blast a hole in Superman's head when he tries to kiss my asshole. Okay. Fine. Lex, this really seems like a long shot. Read all about it. Superman killed by butt face piss blast. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Cigarette Sandwich, a sketch podcast, a sketch comedy podcast. We'll find out. Maybe you thought to yourself, I just heard a 1940s radio play. No, what you heard was sketch comedy. We've decided that the main thing holding sketch comedy back is that you can see it. Uh, so now we will be recording it purely for your ears. I'm Case Blackwell. I'm the hosting, I guess. But I'm joined by three other people. Mm-hmm. I'm Andy Bolduck. Uh, I'm Bill. I'm barely here. Wait, no last name. You're going to go let me do my fucking last name, Casey, his last name. You show oh. up, Mysterious <laughs> Bill. Like I said, I'm I'm sort of like half in the bed right now. Lost in the sauce, yeah. people say. Except I've had no sauce. Mm. Except for the sauce that I was buying for people 
De- delivering groceries. Bill's on codeine is what he's trying to say. <laughs> he's addicted to syrup like a early 2000 rapper. I'm out of gas. <laughs> Get ready for some high acting comedy though. Anyways, Bill Stern. Bill Stern. You can use address if you want it. It's the same as Andy's. Uh, I'm Claire Favret. I am terrified of pronouncing my own last name. Together we are the group Cigarette Sandwich. We've sort of performed around town for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, the town being Chicago. Town be, the town of Chicago, uh, if you're listening from anywhere else. Uh, and, we, you know, we've been doing sketch now for like 10 years. Somehow we managed to release this Internet podcast only in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you are listening to this outside of the borders of the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, guys, come on. It's like pirating. Yeah, how did you do Turn this? it off. Yeah. Or you're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> there is a 0% chance of my dad listening to this. He'd be so confused. Yeah. I've how seen, any of it was happening. I've seen Case try to explain to his father how to answer a call. Yeah, he can't answer <laughs> calls on his phone. I could imagine my parents listening to this, but it would be absolutely ambiguous to me for the rest of my life whether or not my parents liked it. I I would never be able to tell if they liked it or not. I would be sure that my dad did not really like it. (laughs) Listen to it. Yeah. He'd be like, okay, well, I I listened. That's his voice? That's that's kind of his voice. (laughs) Oh, did Well, I listened to the podcast. Um, Well, I'm happy that you're having fun. (laughs) Anyway, this podcast is mostly about stuff we hate or something. I don't know. It's about his expressing our anger but it's also about sketch comedy we've decided uh so we're gonna be hitting you with our hot hottest opinions on on what makes sketch work but then more importantly forcing our sketches into your ears uh guys you know everybody got into sketch comedy for different reasons i think we're gonna try out a little segment here now that the podcast is new and happening called uh hey why did you get into sketch comedy and you know what why don't we do it this week with our very own bill oh yeah because i didn't say my last name well, I guess it was in high school. I was invisible in high school, except for like one month when I was the comic relief in this Shakespeare show. Oh, and a Shakespeare show? Yeah, a Shakespeare show. Was it a, one of his plays? <laughs> um, one of his musicals. <laughs> yeah, a Shakespeare show, um, Merry Wives of Windsor. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, good show. Yeah, good show. Canceled after one season. <laughs> uh, uh, but that's good. I think, you know, keep it keep it short, keep it sweet. But I, pl- I had like eight lines or something, but they all were laugh lines. And afterwards, people were like saying good job in the hallway. Like student, other students who I feared. Everyone was like, hey, you're funny. And I was like, this is power. <laughs> oh no, what a misread of power. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Yes, I've been doing it for the last 20 years and I am at the same power level. <laughs> but it's also Honestly. what happened to Dick Cheney. He was in a play. <laughs> That's what the movie Vice is about. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was Fagin. <laughs> That is interesting, though. Like, all of us do sketch. I guess I respect the idea of it to an extent, but I, if someone asked me, like, is sketch comedy cool? I'd be like, Did, uh, for sure not. What an insane question. It better not be. Otherwise, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, true. but then everything cool sucks. Yeah. Well, I guess what is cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that decays probably at, at the same rate as comedy or possibly faster, it's what is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really like sketch comedy. <laughs> eat, the mic. eat the mic when you say it. I really like it. 
And I also like high school musicals and That's right. shit like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if all of those pickup artists had just done more theater, they, they would find other ways to be good. confident in themselves, maybe. The drop off between like lame theater kid or the drop up from like lame theater kid to like Hollywood whatever movie star. Like probably the things people most want to be and then the thing like you probably least want to be. It's not as much of like a line between the best as you'd think. Yeah, it's a thin line really. You could be some theater kid who gets cast in a movie and then all of a sudden You're Zach Efron. Yeah. You're Jason Statham. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, we're gonna do some uh, original sketches that we've sort of that we've written. Oh wait, and we did do we explain we did explain that sketches are what happens on SNL. Yeah, sketches are SNL. Anything not on SNL isn't sketch, so technically this isn't sketch. But you know, we're claiming. Right, right. they did copyright. Well, technically this isn't sketch or this is SNL. Yeah. Right. Well, we haven't decided fully on the name of the podcast, so you might be listening to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and, and this is right where the <laughs> kicks in the fucking. Bill won't say his last name, so he just The following is an actual police recording of witness interviews more or less also I'm a robot. All right, let me just make sure this thing is set up. All right, uh, the date is March 2nd, 2017. I am interviewing witnesses in case 37-B, the orchestra murder. I'm here with the first witness. Can you state your name for the record? Martin Guanch. All right, just to be clear, you are a member of the orchestra and you saw the murder happen during your orchestral rehearsal. I saw the murder. I play uh, first tuba. All right. And um, I saw the whole thing happen very clearly in the reflection of my tuba. Oh. Um. That's right. It happened behind me, but as I was looking into the tuba, I saw it go down. Uh, well, it's un- it's unusual, but as long as you got a good look at the assailant, we would certainly appreciate your description. Great. I'll describe him for you. He had a wide, flat top of his head, which funneled down into a skinnier face, which was the same width as his shoulders, and then that went further down, and that was the same width as his hips, and then they got skinnier still and curled around and became legs, and then the legs curly cued around, and then his feet were poking straight up and right in the, into the air, and they looked like three little buttons. He had three feet. Three feet? Yes, three little feet, sort of button-shaped. Um, okay. Marcel, did you get a drawing off of that? Yes, I did. All right, Mr. Guanch, did the suspect look like this? Oh, no. That looks like my tuba. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll take your description under advisement. Thank you for Right. Good luck out there. Thanks. All right. Case 37-B, the orchestra murder, witness number two. Can you state your name for the record, please? My name's Saffron Nubile. Uh, yes, Miss Nubile. Please tell me you got a good look at the assailant. I definitely saw him extremely clearly. Excellent. If you can provide a description. Well, he was a long, thin sort of man. Extremely long and thin. Almost the same height top to bottom. Really no variation from top to bottom. Extremely long and thin. Wait, long and thin? Oh, uh- I forgot to say. I saw him in the reflection of my flute. Okay, great. Um- a series of buttons all the way down. I would Maybe it was his spine. It just stuck out in odd ways. There was uh- a little spit coming out of his back. Hmm. 
And he had a big hole in his head where his face should have been. And what was the size of the hole exactly? Uh, about an inch. Okay. Thank you, Miss Nubile. Um, thank you for that description. All right, case 37-B, Orchestra Murders, witness number three. State your name for the record, please. François Fontenac de Foisbleu. All right, Mr. Fontenac de Foisbleu. Uh, if you could please describe the assailant. It was a very traumatic experience to see a murderer at the opera. Anyway, I saw him in the reflection of my violin. Okay. He was wood. All right, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming in. He was wood. All right, great. Case 37-B, Orchestra Murders, uh, a witness. It's another witness. State your name for the record, please. Nandy Putrain. All right, Mr. Putrain. Uh, you got to... Uh, you play the it's orchestra. my name. Nandy Putrain is my name. Uh, and you play the... I play the mirror, my good boy. Wait a minute, you play the mirror. I Well, I should say, I play second mirror. Which face is first mirror? And you're not looking for one man. You're looking for many men. A series of men. I saw them clearly. Committing murder down an endless hallway. Through the reflection of my mirror into the first mirror's mirror. I could see them very clearly. It went on and on, endlessly. Back and forth. Murder upon murder upon murder. A terrible thing. You'll never catch them all. Give up now. Give up now. If you catch one, there'll be an infinite number more. Committing murder. God damn it, we need to stop interrogating people in rooms with windows. Maybe before yeah. we launch into these hot sketches, yeah. Yeah. we should talk about our week in comedy. Okay, so somebody else start. What your week in your week in comedy, unless nobody has anything good. Okay, well, I didn't really do a shitload of comedy things this week, but we, we've, like, tried to get our, whatever, Instagram in order. We're like, mm-hmm. we need to be, you know, marketing ourselves like a re- reasonable adults that want to eventually make money at anything. Mm-hmm. And apparently you got to do social media with that. Uh, so we're like, let's get our Instagram account in order. But I watched this video from this guy who's like, this is how you get, like, get all the Instagram followers. I got the inside hot take. <laughs> uh, he sounded just like that. It was horrifying. But he was like... Uh, he motions for you to come <laughs> on the screen. Lowers his voice. Basically, he had a lot of very not useful information, like, look nice in your picture. But the one that he did have that I wouldn't have thought of is he's like, okay, whatever field you're in, you find the person that's doing a lot in that field, like the Instagram account that's at the top. Like, if you're trying to get into whatever fashion you look at Vogue's Instagram account or something I don't know and then but then you don't you don't follow them you look at who's commenting constantly on Vogue statuses like whoever is engaging a ton with that and, and it then turns you, out it's me it's Bill usually <laughs> it's Bill on almost anything you could find uh, but then you follow them and you comment on all their shit so if they post a picture of like them and their dog on the toilet together you're like beautiful toilet and dog <laughs> <laughs> But that's just like, I get it. That makes sense because the idea is like, oh, well, then it's the people who engage the most will then engage with you. But (laughs) dumbasses following each other is what you're telling. It just seems creepy. Like, it's people you don't know. Oh, it happens to me sometimes. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I don't comment on a lot of things, to be clear. (laughs) But they'll comment and be like, very nice look. Let us know if you would like to buy clothes. (laughs) Why do you go with the second tier people? Why do you go with the people commenting on? The big because account. it's like it's like when you're handing out flyers for your show, 
you should stand outside of another show that's similar and hand the flyers to those people. They've already self-selected them to be in your demographic. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I guess there's a way to do it that's not creepy. Or maybe I just need to follow the fear baby, you know, like the great Mm. close, close Dell said. The fear baby? Follow the fear baby. If you're, what do you mean? Is is that like the chupacabra? Yeah. If you see a fear baby, follow it. Del Close meant if you see someone you're scared of, follow them home. <laughs> That's what he was trying to say. Get into their ass. He did it all the time. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was my week. I had, anyway, a, I had Claire, a crazy week in comedy. What did you do? For me, I mean... Crazy? For, yeah, I FaceTimed with Bob Odenkirk last night. Whoa! I'm not playing. Like, because he's coming and I'm doing one of his shows and he just wanted to read through one of the sketches with me. He's coming where? He's coming here. He'll be here tomorrow. He may be here and not in this house, but... In Chicago tonight to do what? He's doing like three shows. And oh. what are you doing? I'm reading a sketch with him. And where? Wait, where are these happening? One Thursdays at CAC. Thursdays at CAC. Jesus Christ! Fridays at IO and Saturdays at Annoyance. Damn. Damn. And he and what is, is he promoting? Something? What's going on? It's. I hope I'm not blowing up a spot right now. I think he's like testing stuff out. Maybe he wants to do more sketches. Maybe he just wants the bygone thrill of sketch in front of a live audience. I imagine he doesn't get that very much anymore. Damn, that's cool as hell. That's really sweet. I'm stoked. I'm. Why are you here doing this? <laughs> oh no! Go hang out with Bob. <laughs> He'd be so scared. He'd be like, "What?" Bitch, I'm not supposed to see you till tomorrow. <laughs> and you'd be like, I blew off a podcast for this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know about podcasts? That's a pretty crazy week in comedy. Cool <laughs> hell. I mean, if I he asked for... Craziest. He's just ever like, man, I wish I had more, you know, millennial friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean... Tell I him that I know how to blow him up on Instagram now that I watch this video. <laughs> this is an offline combo, but I was gonna... If if things were going well, I was gonna be like, you should come to the midnight show. Oh, shit! That'd be great. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. Damn. Honestly, though, <laughs> he might appreciate our vibe if he's trying to get back to the core of things. <laughs> he's back to the rough shot. Yeah. Wait. So, wait, a little context. We do a midnight show at the Annoyance <laughs> Theater here in Chicago, uh, which sometimes is surprisingly full, but very often is not, because it's midnight and we don't have money to promote it or oh. really do anything Um, and we're pretty lazy so then the big draw would be hey come watch this midnight show that Bob Odenkirk (laughs) is also gonna watch but that would draw that fucking crowd in everybody is so thirsty why don't we just start saying (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna we'll be like he's not here yet guys but he said he was coming (laughs) guys but if you're listening to this podcast come to our show it's great it's always full (laughs) midnight the annoyance theater Chicago Saturday. Come every midnight, but then on Saturday it'll be our show. <laughs> Belmont Avenue. Well, how's your week in, in, in a comedy? Has it? Have you met Bob Odenkirk? You fucking loser. <laughs> Yo, I did not meet Bob Odenkirk, but Dick Smothers. What saw me do improv, and then after the show said. And I was awesome. <gasps> oh my god! So we're yeah. back to the high school Shakespeare Where? play. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Austin improv group. I'm from Austin originally, and we still perform together sometimes. These are people I went to high school with at Florida Studio Theater, a really cool, like big time theater operations. There's like four or five theaters in this complex of theaters. They bring in actors from all over the country, and we have this working relationship with them because when they started doing improv 10 years ago, they didn't know anything about improv. So we kind of got in there early. We did a good show, and then they were like, oh, we guess you're like the best 
at improv. And we're like, <laughs> yes. And there's no one else. <laughs> they were like, can you help us find people? We're like, I, kind of, we're the only game in all of America. Don't Whoa. bother. Oh, uh, also, if you're listening to this and you don't know what sketches, we're the only sketch group. <laughs> yeah. So as a result, we got to keep going back. And this time we got to go back and do some of our formats that we sort of invented. And one of them is where it's like the process of putting on a play from start to finish. So it's like you see the auditions, then you see the uh, rehearsals of the play, and then you see opening night of the third act of the play. And during the auditions, Dickie Smothers yelled out, a suggestion for one of the audition titles. Um, my mother is my father. And then I did that as yeah. my like audition monologue. And I basically, the whole monologue was just like, what? My mother is my father. <laughs> no way. <laughs> really? My mother is my father. <laughs> and it was like that over That's and over again for time. like three minutes or something. <laughs> And then after the show, he goes, that was great how you just kept going back to that one bit. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, thank you. He goes, you know what? Me and Tommy, we'd write a whole hour show. We'd have eight jokes and we'd just keep going back to it. <laughs> it was Tom- super cool. Tommy's, Tommy's the other Smothers brother. Is he still with us? He is, but well, he's not. He wasn't with him. He was, <laughs> he was in California. With but God. He's still but he is with us. <laughs> yeah. huh. So both of you got fucking compliments from celebrities this week. Yeah. I looked at a YouTube video. Uh, and wow. what have you been up to? That is pretty crazy, though. Also, I didn't know his name was Dick Smothers. Yeah. Because that is a fucking hilarious name. <laughs> I know. I know. Dude, he might listen. He loves Bill. <laughs> Dick, if you... I mean, I'm sure he would get it as a joke. He's a... You know, obviously a pioneering comedian. Yeah. He goes by Dickie. So you just knew him? him? You were just like, there he is, old Dick Smothers. Yeah, like, we knew there was a chance that he might be in the audience. And he said, Dick Smothers sounds silly. Call me Dickie Smothers. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Jesus Christ, you guys. That's so cool. Yeah. Andy, what did you do? Did you meet fucking Lisa Loeb? Oh, yeah, I met Lisa Loeb, you guys. Uh, God, her albums are so funny. I thought it was, I thought she was uh, Natalie Imbruglia for a while, and then I thought she was maybe um, uh, Sarah Bareilles. I got along, I don't, wow. This week I didn't meet, I don't think, I'm like really checking now to make sure I didn't meet anybody. <laughs> nobody, I guess nobody big in the comedy game, I don't know, except for... I don't know. Is Tina Fey a big deal? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Jerry, you guys heard of a little guy, Jerry Seinfeld? Mm. No. Uh, little, little guy. guy. <laughs> he is, guys, he's four feet tall oh. in real life. Never meet your heroes because they're short. They're always <laughs> so short. But I went and did some shows in, in New York um, over the weekend, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Was right near... Where Stephen Colbert films his show. Ooh. That's where I was staying. My hotel was right around the corner from there. So he might have seen you. He <laughs> might have seen me from a window. Mm-hmm. You and know, you through the scope of a rifle. <laughs> he might have yelled out the window, nice, nice ass. And that's your celebrity comment. Compliment. <laughs> oh. Nice ass, Andy Bolton. Yes. I, I imagine that Stephen Colbert looking through the yeah, scope through of a rifle, <laughs> deciding whether or not today is the day he peels off the mask of humanity and reveals himself for who he truly is, uh, said nice ass in, in his cold, sterile office about me. And then shows 
Not not today is not the day. One more day he will don the mask of Stephen Colbert. <laughs> the first time your ass has saved your life. Basically, yeah. there you have it. Three professional comedians, one guy trying to self-improve on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you lifted some heavy weights, though, Case. No, I hurt my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Now another sketch. This one is in a letter shop. Eat it up, piggies. Oh, hi. Uh, welcome to Ladders Are Us. We got all the ladders, every single kind. Awesome. So if you're here for a ladder, then I can definitely help you out. Yeah. Um, I need a ladder. Great. I think most commonly I like to start off by asking what size ladder do you need? Okay. Um, yeah, I need a ladder that's I would say is like roughly, approximately, you know, exactly the height of a giraffe's butthole. Um. Okay. Uh, did you say? You said roughly, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Roughly, r- r- you know, somewhere in the ballpark, you know, just roughly, approximately, you know, in the ballpark of exactly the height of a giraffe's butthole. Why do you need it for? Uh, trimming a tree in my backyard. Oh, okay. That I have to trim. Sure. Okay. Tree trimming. That I can help with. Let me, um, let me show you this corner over here. We've got three or four that I think might work for you. Great. Oh my God. These look good. Yeah. Um, you know, we got high ceilings here, so you can sort of test it out if you like. Yeah. You mind if I test it out real quick? Sure. Yeah. No problem. All right. Just real quick. Okay. This is a little bit... Feels a little bit wobbly. Oh, I can adjust Good. that. I want it to be a little bit wobbly. Mm. Just, um, I'm just gonna feel the wobble here for a second. Yeah, your your butt is moving a lot back and forth. So I'm kind of wobbling a little. What's that? Is there an AC broken? What's happening? No. Um. What? Um. Why do you want it to wobble? Uh. For just. What I found works. Works for trimming the, my tree right, in the good. backyard. Okay, good. That's fine. Yeah, that is fine. Just generally a little bit wobble is just makes it easier yeah, to that get it going. Seems unsafe, but what about Do you want to look at another one? Different ladder okay. than this one. Because mm-hmm. I just it doesn't feel exactly good to me. Okay. What about this one here? Is it um, metal? Mm-hmm. The roughly, you know, the height on it. Is it roughly exactly the height of a dress butthole? I don't know. Um, how high is that? I don't know. I haven't measured that. The tree in my backyard. There's no way I would measure that exactly. Okay. Uh, why don't we just take a look? What about? She would let me. What did you say? Nothing. What's the height of this? Th- this one's adjustable, so okay. it doesn't have just one height. Okay. You know. Do you mind if I? Yeah, please. Please, 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 please. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. It's got some sway to it. Some side to side sway. Okay. I can... And that's that's good. I want that. Okay. I don't... I guess if you're trimming trees... Or... What are you doing with your hands there? Uh, not, I'm, you you seem to be pretending to put something over your... I'm just... Yeah. As I'm just testing it out. As I would. You seem like you're sort of draping something over your shoulder. It's a branch. Oh, that's a branch. It looked like sort of maybe like a giraffe's tail. It's a branch. I'm just making sure that this one... 
What is that noise? You know, works exactly. I'm just. What, what would that noise be? I'm calming the leaves. All right. It's okay. You know what? I'm gonna stroking the leaves back very I, gently. I think this one. Oh, this one's. I think I could. This one's pretty close to yeah. what I want. I'm gonna go ahead and get my manager. Okay. And let her decide if she wants um, to sell you a ladder. Did someone say manager? Yeah, yeah. Uh, why don't you Hi. help this customer who's looking for a ladder for Hello. trimming trees? Hi, sir. I'm the manager here. I'm Mrs. Ladder. Uh, this is my late husband's store. It's his dream for me to run this store after he passed, and I just want to make sure I can help you in any way that I can. Well, that's great. Well, I really like the ladders I've seen so far. Okay. Well, that's great. It sounds like uh, our sales associate's been helping you out a lot. He's been doing a great job. Okay, so what's the problem here? Oh, sorry. What does it look like your hands are full when you're trying to unlock a door using only your hip bones? I just have a very complicated tree. What are you doing at the top of that ladder? It It looks like you're trying to clear aside two ass cheeks, bigger than ass cheeks I've ever seen, in order to get to something? These leaves bunch up in a nice, plump way. Sir, there's no need for such heavy breathing in my store. If you need a a water, I can bring you water. This is ladder. The sway on this one. On the wobble. I'm going to insist you don't rock my ladders back and forth unless you're ready to purchase today. I will take it. I need you. You know, a little insider baseball here. Uh, you're inside the baseball right now with cigarette sandwich. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Inside the Baseball. <laughs> oh, I'm inside. Help. I'm trapped. Um, so, you know, whenever you're doing a sketch, at some point, you got to get people in on the sketch. You got to pitch mm-hmm. the sketch mm-hmm. to the people that are going to have to do it mm-hmm. in front of other people. And maybe it'll go terribly and they'll hate you. Uh, so, you know, this is a little process we go through regularly, especially here at Cigarette Sandwich. We have a tendency not to uh, write our sketches. Um, so oftentimes we just pitch it and then do it, um, which you might hear after this little session here. So we're going to run through, you know, just pitching some sketches to each other and uh, we'll see what seems like it's so f- it's fucking hot fire and ready to go. Yeah. All right. And, you know, I'll, I'll set the bar here pretty high with um, King James Cameron Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly uh, sure how it's a sketch, but the words together seem funny to me. Right now Maybe someone going door to door pitching the King James Cameron Bible. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I mean, as is, it's a good Wheel of Fortune before and after puzzle. Oh, you're right. Ooh. James Cameron directed Terminator. And Avatar. Avatar. And Avatar. Titanic? Titanic. Probably Titanic's the most famous. Oh, wow. Fuck those. Terminator. And he was going to do more Avatar, which could be the New Testament yeah. Is only Avatar. Also, you could maybe work a LeBron angle. <laughs> See, I like, the, I, whenever I have an idea like oh, this, I'm like, King James. King James LeBron. Uh, this uh, also fits in with another pitch I had a, a week or two ago. Uh, uh, Martin Lawrence of Arabia, <laughs> but then I googled it and it's already it's already uh, in the end. I was like it's shit. too it's too it seems too obvious. Yeah, see, to me that's the classic example of like a sketch that I write down. I'm like that's oh, more of a written sketch, which really just means it's not a sketch. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing that seems vaguely funny to me. Yeah, yeah. There are those ones where you can kind of crack them. There are sketches like that that you can crack them by actually writing, but they you you cannot improvise it. There are those ones, you know, yeah. 
like I'm like, there's something to the idea of a King James Cameron Bible, but you would have to write out all of the places where Bible and James Cameron movies overlap mm-hmm. that Venn diagram, mm-hmm. and that sounds like. I mean, maybe somebody with a reference level could do it, but mm. I could not off the top of my head do like, you know. And so said Paul unto the Corinthians. Um, Put the down that knife, you Mac. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like it's sometimes I feel like I'll think of something you save it away to be a smaller part of a bigger, mm-hmm. bigger thing. Just this is a movie poster in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love to store those. Those are like elaboration things. Like where they can be really like, like the, the thing I saw for King James camera Bible is like mm-hmm. just in my head. It's like, you know, this, uh, a woman telling why the guy she dated sucked. She was like, his Bible was the King James camera Bible. Oh. Like, you know? Okay. Here's one from my phone. It just says, I love tambourine music. <laughs> I just thought it would be funny if, if someone was talking to someone and they were like, oh, what kind of music do you like? And they were like, tambourine music <laughs> as like a genre of music. I don't know. It just is like, the, to me, it's the most, anno- one of the most annoying sounds <laughs> slash instruments. You know, like if there's a tambourine. What song is heavy on tambourine? <laughs> I don't know. Probably one of them, but I just can't think of it. Well, you all, whenever you hear it in a song, it just sounds like... Yeah. Guys, a little viewer engagement here. If you know any songs that are heavy on the tambourine, hit us up in the comments. <laughs> but, but like, you can't really do anything else but make it go... Or... So, for there to be tambourine music to me is funny. Yeah. It's a sketch. I'm really into... Have you heard... Um, Stamp of approval. Beyonce's new tambourine album. <laughs> it's a, sort of a concept album. Yeah. Focusing on her, her love of the tambourine. Mm-hmm. All right. Add it to the yes pile. <laughs> Andy and I both had hard nose, though. <laughs> it's about that Beyonce album, about... Uh, uh, that's her album of tambourine music mm-hmm. is about her reconciliation with Jay Z, mm-hmm. but it's straight up an instrumental album. No <laughs> Spoken through the voice yeah. of the tambourine. Right. I've already written the reviews, <laughs> and they are glowing. <laughs> Their relationship is percussive. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That is the kind of writing we look for at Pitchfork. Uh, okay, so one, this one I have tried to write once and just completely failed. Um, and it just like I look, as in tried to write, I couldn't get past the first two lines. But it's like something about like uh, like on a show like Riverdale on the CW, like where it's all these sexy teens and they're getting up to crimes and affairs mm-hmm. and things. What are the plain ugly kids at that school doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they're like having really normal, uneventful lives, and every now and then you'll see like someone get murdered in the background or like. They're, like hear about something but they're just really just having acne and normal <laughs> normal struggles just with the with the plain teens of the kids who are in no social clubs at, yes. the, at the high school full of vampires right like in the, like, the pretty little liars the high school full of vampires like what are these normal kids doing they're trying out for the play <laughs> I'm not gossip girl I'm keep to yourself and don't spread lies girl yes and they're like terribly unsexy and they're also like 10 years younger than the sexy stars because they're real teens they're Actual teens, They're right? Actual teenagers. Okay, and this is a bit of a tangent, but the, the first thing I thought of when you said Riverdale mm-hmm. is that that show seems like a sketch that got. <gasps> what is? I don't know what Riverdale is it's actually. About I've heard the it fucking Archie comic. Yes, 
it's, it's the <laughs> version, yes. Which, okay, not to brag. It's not a brag. It's so bad. But for my SNL packet, I'd wrote, like, that no one read. Uh, I, or I assume they threw it away upon receipt. But uh, Someone I did, deleted like, a, the email, at least. <laughs> <laughs> someone deleted my email. I did, like, a, a CW's take on the family circus. And I did, like, a like a sexed-up family circus. And I was really proud of that. Damn. Next logical step. Okay. And then they just did it. And then they did, yeah. then they did it, yeah. Huh. I would not have guessed that's what that show was about. It's such a strange idea. I mean, like, they did it with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too. I, I hear that was pretty sexual. Oh, they made it a much darker thing mm-hmm. on Netflix or something. Right. I'm more okay with them remaking a show into another kind of show a that's little fair. bit, even though it's a lighthearted show, making it into a dark show. Okay, it's a little bit weird. It is so strange to me to think of going to the Archie comics. I'm like, like the 70-year-old comic. Bazooka Joe. <laughs> but I feel like that is a tried and true that, thing. like, Jack Ryan, Bazooka Joe has to stop fucking terrorists. <laughs> Here's one that feels like it, it maybe is every once in a while you get that idea. It just seems like, oh, how has somebody like not like this idea is so good? Somebody must have obviously done it before. It just seems like an idea that you're surprised. But I can't think of any specific examples where somebody's done it before. <laughs> just say it. I'm uh, dying. Uh, porn star with supportive parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, that's a yes. Wow, what an incredible sketch comedy pitch. Let's hear it in action. Audio action. MMMMMMM. Marcus, baby, it is so good to have you home for Thanksgiving. I can't get enough of saying it. I mean, it's just so nice to see your face across the kitchen table. (laughs) There's my actor's son. My big star. Here, look, I I brought you guys a. Your favorite bottle of wine. Oh, Chateau Marmignon, mm. Milneuf, Soissandies. <laughs> we ordered this once at a Disney cafe. <laughs> I was a baby. Yeah, a little baby. Oh. oh, we shouldn't have given you a taste. All right, come on, Marcus. Why? Why we want to, Why aren't you calling it, bringing us out to LA I know, to see all of your big shows? It's been months since you invited us to LA. We love to see you in the theater. I haven't seen you uh, since you did West Side Story. Oh, you were amazing! You were so good. I have never seen a better Tony. No, than no, you. no, no. I just haven't been in much lately, and uh, you know, um, I've just been getting a little bit more of like. Um, Less prestigious roles, I guess. Oh, hey, if you're no. in it, it's all the prestige it needs. Yes, Breaker, we want to come out. Just tell us when you're doing your show. We want to come out. We want to see you perform. Well, okay, when you, oh my God, when you were the artful dodger, I swear to God, someone pick my pocket, please. <laughs> pick my money. Pick my pocket or two. <laughs> that night, someone did take my wallet that night at <laughs> the theater. Mom, I believe. Dad, I um, I when you were Laser Wolf in that fiddling movie. Mm. I mean the theater one. The well, fiddling show. The fiddler, fiddler on the roof. On the roof. Laser yeah. When you were that laser wolf, I know it's not the biggest part, but you destroyed that I song. I could watch you. You stole the show as the laser well, wolf. Thank you very much. Well, I haven't been doing much live theater, so there's really nothing for you to come see. It's just, it's mostly just recorded stuff. So. 
it's you know it's like a little bit explicit it's like an r-rate it's like well i explicitly love you so i want to see this recording like we can't handle explicit i saw moonlight i saw both the boobies in titanic okay. she did she did we said look at those those are proud allowed her to open both of her eyes we said open them up take a peek to get a good look at that well there's a there's a lot more than that even honey we would support you no matter what okay it does not matter how you it? perform we always want to see it we just Why always just it? i know what what drop it drop it like you drop those loads and back to a sluts three wait you saw Backdoor Sluts 3? Of course we saw Backdoor Sluts 3. It was your 16th adult film. Like, we're going to miss the chance. You Wait. were in, I got to say, you were incredible. And, I, you know, that's not usually the kind of movie I would like. All right? Um, you saw the, you saw, you know? You dropped those loads, I know, honey. Sweet 16 indeed. I wish you could make a 16th movie like that every day. Incredible. We are full... Uh, work and resume is on icomdb.com. Jan? We check it every day. You we saw too, Jan? Jan got the premium account on icomdb. You have we to pay like, 15 a month. We felt like it was... what you've been in. We thought it was immoral if we had separate accounts and shared, so we each got our own comdb account to follow you. I had no idea that there even was. On, I mean, I'm in these movies and I didn't know there was an icomdb. Honey, I can tell you. I just want to compliment your co-stars in Cream Pie Kittens 5, okay? Because, honestly, they were so lovely. I want you to tell um, uh, Jada Slut. Uh, am I pronouncing that right? Slut? Is it Slut or Slut? No, it's Slut. Jada Slut, tell her she is amazing. When you dumped your fat load and gave her a nasty cream pie that dripped. I can't believe she could handle your girth. I, I was never more proud of my son. That girl could handle girth because you've got some girth. We didn't get along. That's so. unfortunate That's to hear. so wild you because you had such chemistry. Know. Yeah, she's so tiny. She looks like a Thumbelina up on you. I well, really enjoyed the spectacle. For it. Right, and I would expect her to be a, a nubile or a petite. What do you call them, honey? You know the terms. No, I don't know. She's unprofessional. The ones that don't look oh, like women. Barely legal. Yeah, the barely ones that look like... legal. They're adults, but how could you... How would you know unless they said so? Gotta check the ID. Can I just say, though, it's not all about the sex, although the sex is an incredible work on your part. You know, these movies are real movies. I was absolutely terrified when I saw Come Wolf, the wolf who comes. Yes, where he transformed into a wolf. You, you turn into a wolf, both for the sex the and the scares. Part. Was that CGI? I never can recognize no, it in movies these days. They've gotten too good at it. No, it's not CGI. Was your penis CGI, honey? No, Mom. When they cut to the shots oh, of Dad. all the wolves. I'm your father. I know it's hard to tell. Uh, I, you started saying honey. I call you honey because I'm sort of a liberal dad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know us. I'm a liberal dad who kisses his son on the cheek. Mm -hmm. That makes it okay for me to call you honey. I listen to NPR. All right. You should get interviewed by Terry Gross. Maybe you could fuck her dirty mouth. <laughs> What well, do you say? I, I, what do you think? If well, she they, wanted to, I could, but... Uh, we don't know how the industry yeah, we works. Don't know. We I don't, don't know. know how that works, but if she, I could well, give she'd you have some to be, tips... She'd have to be tested. Tips? Yes, yeah. you should give her some tips. You have good shots. Oh, 
Okay. All I know is I listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me every day, and every night I masturbate to Rockstar Stud 6, starring my son. Mm. And when you said, uh, when you were in Wait, Wait, Don't Come in Me. <laughs> oh, I was so thrilled, because you know I love the I love the real show. So a parody, that sign one, me up. And Gary Puss was so good mm-hmm, on Wait, Wait, mm-hmm. Don't Come in Me. She was incredible in that. And, and I, I was relieved that all the girls were very ready for you to come in them. Yeah, because it would have been a little dark. Right, exactly. That one, there was a little bit of a question about the title, so that's what the parenthetical is for. Wait, wait, don't come in me. Just kidding, do come in me. Yeah, that's right. But yes, that really clears it up. That was really good, honey. You had to be on the edge of my seat, and I, I want to tell you this. I, your father I loves it. to edge. Let me tell you this. Your father I, loves I love to edge. edge, but what I like even more is that the, when I'm done edging, I come. Watching my son rail a couple of beautiful biddies. Why don't you take your? Why don't you take your dear sweet little? Why don't you take your dear sweet little? I think it's inappropriate that she's seen this stuff. Bring your sister on set, please, please. I want to get the autograph of Jerry Juice. Yeah, she loves Jerry. I love him so much. Jerry's got the flavor. He tastes Jerry like mango. Juice is dead. He's long. What? <gasps> yeah. Oh no! No! Yeah, no. yeah. he injected too much. Heroin into his no. dick hole. Oh, wow. that's died. terrible. So that is terrible. What an actor. What an incredible no, actor. Not, this is, he's not a good actor. Are you he was sad? A, he was just How a can you say drugged that? up coos hound. He's Do you a, miss him? But I loved him in drugged up coos hound. <laughs> Do you miss him because of when you when he fucked you? Yeah, all that gay porn you did with him where you had sex with him. Do you miss that? No, I don't miss that. I had to do that to afford this bottle of wine that I brought you guys. Whoa, well, we certainly appreciate that. Got yes, I'd love to know that the wine I'm enjoying now <laughs> was paid for by my son t- getting railed nuts to ass. You know what? If, by if, Jerry Juice. If this wine was paid for by Jerry. I couldn't be more proud. By Jerry, then I think your sister deserves to have some. Yeah, I'm going to pour a little for her. Yes, please. I'm addicted. <laughs> Did That's you hear that? Right. She's hmm? addicted. She well, said. we gave it to her as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I had no idea that you guys were watching these movies. I'm extremely embarrassed. This is very weird. Well, I torrent them and I burn them to DVD. That's right. So you that I can watch them on them. my portable DVD player on the plane. You're watching these on the plane? Oh, I watch them on the plane. I always, I always say, everyone, I'm going to watch a movie and my son is in it. If you want to take a peek, you'll be happy to see it. And oh, everyone on the you're, plane you're, loves uh, it. Your old art teacher, uh, Mr. Clemendo, he yeah. says he saw you. Yeah. He wanted to say... Um, he was angry because he couldn't. Uh, you he couldn't nut. He said you. St- he, 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 the phrase he used was, "You stole his nut." Mm, yes. <laughs> you stole his nut. Wow. He was very mad at you. Snatched it out his balls. Oh, and also we print out all the comments for your videos on X videos, and we put them on the we put them on the refrigerator like a good grade. Mm-hmm. What do they say? Oh, you know things like I come good to this. His dick looks like a dolphin. That man thick though. Yeah, the dolphin thing keeps coming back. What do you think that's about, honey? Well, I had those. <clears throat> you had that little, that little hole, mm-hmm. so you can come out the top of your dick like a <laughs> blowhole. So I can come inside and outside of someone at the same time. Yeah. Now that's a rare talent, my son, the actor. 
Thanks. I'm Dad. so proud of you. Now let's eat these sloppy ribs together. <laughs> I'm choking on the bone. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's how a pitch becomes a sketch. <laughs> there you go, kids. Hey guys, uh, I think that probably does us for this episode. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, it's been reasonably short. For us, it only took 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, this has been uh, the Cigarette Sandwich uh, Sketch Comedy Podcast or some other name that we'll come up with. Um, for SEO optimization purposes, we are Saturday Night Live starring Will Ferrell. Uh, He's back. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Bill. Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Bill. Caker. <laughs> Caker. Musical guest, the Spin Doctors. <laughs> uh, please enjoy the next podcast, which will just be me because everyone else has gotten famous from talking to all these celebrities. Uh, and look for me in your Instagram comments uh, if you're commenting on any, any videos. Is there pizza burning? I hope so. Have a great night. <laughs> Maybe